Good morning, buenas tardes, and buena noche from wherever you are, whenever you are. I'm your host, Liam Kyle McGowan, and you're tuned in to another episode of the Football Dads. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode. It's Liam here. I'm joined by Mateo, John, and Alan. We are missing Abdul today, unfortunately. Yes. We are sad about this. We are sad. <laughs> it's going to be a great episode. Can't wait, everybody. Oh, We've got a great episode lined up. We've got a lot of good Serie A stuff. We've got some fantastic Champions League drama. <clears throat> I'm angry. But we'll talk about that later. Um, who doesn't usually start? John, John, I don't think you start. Why don't you go ahead? <laughs> Tell us what you have to say today, John Brito. About how good you um, are. <clears throat> so... Pochettino sucks. Um, just want to get that out there. Well, I'll take it back. He doesn't suck. PSG's management we about this. were very non-intelligent for bringing in a coach that did not suit their players at all. Um, PSG lost 2-0 without a single shot on target, playing Messi, Mbappe, Neymar, and Di Maria up top. Not a single shot on target. That's I blame pretty bad. Pochettino's tactics. And I slightly defend that though. No, I just I we were talking about this, John. Do you remember a few days ago? About Pochettino? We yeah. were calling him trash. Yo, when they signed him, right, they had no idea that Messi was coming. And if you remember, the they, they played with two Tuchel. Is it Tuchel or Tucho? I always forget. But they played a counterattacking style and they got to the Champions League final. I think that they brought him in thinking that he was going to do the same job kind of thing. And it just didn't work that way because now they have Messi and now they're screwed. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, they had, they had this, the system worked, though. They had the exact same th- thing last year before the Champions League when he bowed out to Man City. He didn't do yeah. what he was supposed to do, you know? Uh, he, did, just, he didn't win the league either. Well, no, no, I know. You but, know, like... like like their success in the in the Champions League two years ago was because of the style that they play now. Like, do you remember like when they played Bayern Munich? Like, all they did was counterattack. Same the with Man City when they beat Hodges them. Hodges' tactics ago. work if he has the player for them, right? Yeah. The players for them. Yeah. Right? The problem is PSG doesn't have the players for them, and they never will, right? So, like, I don't understand why the directory or the management at PSG thought that would be a good fit. It's not, right? Messi, Neymar, Neymar, and Mbappe. I'll say more. Neymar tracks back, but like it's a lazy track back. You know, he doesn't really challenge much for the ball nah. because he doesn't. He's not a good defender. Um, and his work. So what is, is Neymar, what is Pochettino's tactics, John? His tactics. Okay. Pochettino needs eleven players who are constantly, constantly, basically just putting defensive work in. Similar to Mourinho. I don't I don't like to call Pochettino's plan. I think Mourinho parks the bus more than Pochettino. Pochettino's still very defensive. And he needs his attackers to step back and help when they're defending. Um, the problem is, <clears throat> while Neymar steps back, he doesn't push that hard to defend. And Mbappe and Messi really don't come back. Um, so... Pochettino's tactics just don't work there, right? Because he, he he needs to defend with 10 really good or 11 okay players, and he's only defending with seven okay players. And it's just that you can't do that, right? He, they get completely overwhelmed 
and um, they never have control of the ball. Um, it's also, I was reading something interesting that coaching a team that heavily stacked up top is difficult. And so you see that the teams that have made it work have had some of the best midfields that soccer has ever seen, right? When Messi, Suarez, and Neymar played up top together for Barcelona, you had Xavi, Iniesta, and Busquets, right? No one's taking the ball off them when they have it, right? That midfield was one of the best of all time. Same thing when you had Benzema, Bale, and Ronaldo at, at uh, Madrid. You had Modric, Cruz, and Casemiro in the middle. And just so if Pochettino, I guess, even, even without Pochettino, for, for, for PSG to really work out well, they need a midfield that can put in the shift of twice the number of players they actually have in midfield. Um, or just and just dominate because once again those three up top or those four up top really are not contributing at all defensively. Um, and yeah, basically what happens is <clears throat> you have those four players who stay up top and are completely isolated because the rest of the team is so busy scrambling to defend that when they get the ball they just boot it up and hope for the best. You know, there's no there's very little build up, there's very little control. You know, PSG if PSG were able to control games then their incredible offense would have the time to to do what they're paid for. But sadly, you know, they're too busy trying to just defend as hard as possible. So it's, right. It's, right. I don't like the way it's going, but we'll see what happens. Because um, they lost to Rennes, right? Yep, 2-0. No. Once again, not a single shot on target. It's alarming. It's very alarming when you look at their attackers. And Verratti was playing too. So it's like, it's not like they had a bad midfield. I was going to say, their midfield's not that bad. It's not world-class, but it's not bad. They have Verratti, Paredes, Adrissaganagay. Like, they have some but it's hard not, it's, once again, like, when you look at midfields who have made teams like that work, they were, you know, some of the best players of all time. So, <clears throat> I'm sorry, but Verratti, Gaia, and Paredes don't even, don't even come close to a, Xavi, Niesta, Busquets, or Casemiro, Cruz, Modric, midfield. It just doesn't. So, it is nothing. I don't really know what can be done there. But, yeah, PSG lost. That's the end of their unbeaten streak. Um, let's see what else happened this weekend. Very sad. Lyon tied St. Etienne 1-1. Conceded a penalty. Literally on the last play. And um, tied them 1-1. Also, <laughs> Lyon's Leon was playing a man down for the last 15 minutes because their goalkeeper got a red card. Um, so they weren't able to hold a lead there. <clears throat> so we have Monaco getting a big win. Uh, I know Mateo's hoping for that uh, that Ben Yedder in form this week. He better go. That motherfucker. You know, it's, it's that classic. Every start of FIFA, I feel like there's an informed Ben Yedder. Always. I always love so when Mon- he tweets about it. He's like, you're welcome, FIFA players. <laughs> So Monaco are, are doing good. They they moved up. Uh, they were mid to I think I remember them being like in fifteenth or sixteenth recently. But yeah. now they they've jumped up to sixth. Yeah, they were in fifteenth. I think right with uh, Lyon and um, what was the other and Lille. Yeah, they were all like together. so. Yeah, Lille's also moving their way up. They uh, very convincingly beat Marseille. Uh, Jonathan David is scored a brace and he continues his great start to the season. Shout out to Canada. Um, and Lille are now sitting in eighth at 14 points, um, now tied with Marseille. So Marseille is in fifth, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, which are Marseille, Monaco, Lorient, and Lille are all tied at 14 points. So 
<clears throat> Lille's bringing themselves back up the table slowly but surely. Uh, we also had so Nantes beat Troyes 2-0. Uh, Lorient tied Clermont Foot. Clermont Foot still. Oh, never mind. Clermont Foot has dropped significantly. They were challenging for Champions League spots. Now they're 15th place. I think they've drawn a lot of their recent games. Anier beat Mets 3-2 as they continue their really great runs of the season. They're in fourth right now. And then you had <clears throat> Nice beat Brest 2-1. Uh, they're sitting nicely in third. Strasbourg tied Montpellier 1-1. And then I think the last game I haven't mentioned is Lens beat Rems 2-0. So the top of the tables at – well, Lens is actually – the team I should be talking about. They're in second place. They've only lost one game. Uh, they're two points ahead of third, which is Nice. And they're just, they're killing it this season. And hopefully they can, you know, be a little dark horse. I wouldn't say for the title, but, you know, to sneak a, a little Champions League or Europa League or Conference League spot. That'd always be nice to see. In terms of top scorers, I believe that, yeah. So Renz Gaetan Laborde. Mateo, let me know if I pronounce that man's first name right, because he's mm -hmm. French. Gaetan? He's got like two dots on top of the E. He's at six goals, one assist, uh, which is really good. Jonathan David, like I said, great start to his season, is tied for top scorer at six goals, zero assists. And then uh, Claremont Foote's Mohamed Bayo, five goals, two assists. Dimitri Payet at five goals and one assist. And Amine Guiri. Five goals, three assists. And then top of sisters, we have still Moses Simon. Five assists. And then tied with him is Ludovic Ayorke, also with five assists. He's the he's striker for Strasbourg. So, I mean, <clears throat> things are interesting for sure in Ligue 1. I mean, PSG is still going to run away with it this season, as they should. But um, nice to see some teams like Lenz and Anyer really – challenging for spots um, in the top six. So we'll see what happens. Oh, and Saint-Etienne are still very bad, dead last. Not a single win, as, along with Brest. Um, but it's not looking good for the uh, record. I mean, record number of Ligue 1 wins is, I think it's Saint-Etienne and, and Lyon tied. So it's really not looking good for, for Saint-Etienne, for a team as historic as them. But that, that's it for Ligue 1. Fire. Who's next? Also, Amin Guri is filthy. The kid's 21 years old, and he's doing really well yep. for Nice. I hope him, for him to do very well in the future as well. Um, since our poor, beloved Abdul couldn't be here, um, <laughs> I'll take his good old La Liga, because I don't think he'd even want to talk about how Rao was this weekend. Um... Back-to-back It started on Friday. Athletic Club played Deportivo Alaves and won 1-0. Athletic Club did. Um, then you had Osauna beat uh, Rao Vallecano 1-0. Mallorca beat Levante, which is actually surprising because Mallorca has not been playing the best. So it's good to see them win. Um, Cadiz and Valencia tied. Atletico Madrid slapped Barcelona around like a bunch of little playground kids. Um, probably going to see a Thomas Lamar. Uh, Shout out to Luis Suarez. Yep, literally. 
Um, he did a celebration calling a, a like doing like a phone call. Um, I think because so uh, who's the Barca coach? Remind me. Coleman. Coleman. Because Coleman called him at the start of the season to tell him there's no space for you at Barcelona, which is mm-hmm. why he left Atletico Madrid. Good banter. Spicy. Spicy. It could, be, it, could be, it could be a Suarez uh, in form, Mateo. Between Suarez and Lamar, they both had a goal and assist yeah. for each other. Yeah. yeah. Lamar has been yeah. though. So that's why I say more Lamar over uh, Suarez. But again, I'm. He loves a little controversy. Either one will. That, that dynamic image with the phone to his, with the, with the hand to his ear. That Trigger some Barca fans. That would be heat. Um, Elche beat Celta Vigo 1 0. Um, Getafe and Real Sociedad tied tied 1 1. Villarreal beat Real Betis 2 0. Granada beat Sevilla 1 0. And the Kings Espanol beat Real Madrid 2 1. Um, so the way it looks in the table right now, you have three teams tied for first. You have Real Madrid. Atletico Madrid and Real Sociedad. So you got those those three teams are tied with 17 points currently, all five, two, and one. Um, Sevilla sitting right behind them with 14 points with a game in hand, actually. Four, two, and one currently. They actually have to play, I think, Barcelona, actually. So that should be fun. Um, Osauna is in fifth with 14 points as well. Um, Real, Rio Vallecano is in 6th currently with 13 points. Then you have Athletic Club with 13 as well in 7th. 8th is Valencia with 12. Ninth is Barcelona with 12. 10th is Real Betis with 12. And then you have Villarreal in 11th with 11. Um, Levante, Getafe, and Deportivo Alaves are all in the bottom of the table. Um, Getafe has one draw in 7 L's, so not a win for them. Levante does not have a win either, but they are ahead of Deportivo Alaves because they have four draws and four losses. Deportivo Alaves has... Getafe? <laughs> no, uh, Levante. Getafe? No, no, no. I was just going to say, Getafe, by the way, if you look at their fixtures, they have like the worst luck in the league. They're not getting killed by anybody, and they keep playing the really good teams tough. But like Real Madrid, for example, I think they lost in like the 87th minute. They've been getting so unlucky. I feel horrible for them, but they play a crappy style of soccer, so they get relegated for like. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Deportivo Alves has one win and six L's, so that's that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, as going for the player stats, you have Benzema in front with nine goals, Oriarzabal ball with six, Vinny with five. Arnat Danjuma from Villarreal with four. Suarez with four. And then you have a lot of people tied with three. Um, Falcao is one of them. Lamella, Correra as well. Um, And then for assists, you have Benzema with seven. Um, Then you have Munain with three. Santimina with three. Uh, Jeremy Pino with three as well. Um... David Alaba somehow has two. I don't know where those came from, but he has two. Um, Vinny also has two. So shout out to the the young Brazilian king himself. Um, yeah, it's, Benzema has nine and seven and eight. That's just ridiculous. It's just not fair. Um, just doesn't make sense to me how he's able to do that. Um, 
with clean sheets, you have Ramiro from Real uh, Sociedad. Five clean sheets in seven matches. Um, Geronimo, uh, Geronimo Rui from Villarreal has five clean sheets in six. So that's also very impressive. Um, it, he can take pens too. Yeah. Yeah, he's played very well for... Um, he's played very well for uh, Villarreal so far, and that's why they're doing decent-ish. But yeah, that wraps it up pretty much for the for the good old La Liga. Um, Liam, I want to hear more about um, the best team in the world right now, Juventus. They're, they're, they're not relegation anymore. No, you like that Locatelli. That Locatelli winner. It is Juventus's first clean sheet this season in the Serie A as well. <laughs> Some funny stuff. But all right, let's get into the Serie A. A fantastic round of uh, Serie A fixtures, in my opinion. Hold on, I'm having some mic trouble. It's okay. Yo, bro, are you ever going to say it hasn't been a good set of fixtures for Serie A? Like, is there ever going to be a time <laughs> when it's like every game was no-no? It's never. Like, this was trash. Never. No, there's never a bad round of fixtures in the Serie A. So that, literally from now on, just going to start it off every match day. Fantastic match day, Serie A. But though, honestly, it was. Even though it was team match day seven. Zero, even though every team tied 0-0. Zero, zero. Fantastic day of yeah. fixtures. <laughs> Thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, if it did, though. Terrible. Fantastic defensive displays, but yes, John. Were you shook? Yes, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about no. that. I just wanted to know. So uh, let's get That's into the made him poker. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Let's get into the six-goal thriller at the Miazzi. Sampdoria versus Udinese. Fantastic game. Kandreva keeps scoring. Kandreva's, I'm telling you, is doing great this season. 3-3 three, three draw. Nasty, 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 bro. That's his signature, John. That is Kendreva's signature. He also had two. He hit a um, Sampdoria player, Larson, the defender, own goal because Kendreva finessed right off the top right of the bar, bounced back off him, went to the goal. Quagliarella with a great move to set up that goal, that own goal, I suppose. It was a fantastic game, all-around fantastic game. I mean, Syria this year has been quality, I swear. Um, but that was a draw. Good, good, good result for the two of those teams. You know, you don't want to lose to, I don't want to disrespect either one of those teams, but, you know, mid-tier teams. Um, Cagliari and Venezia, 1-1 draw. The American, my guy, saved his team in the 92nd minute to tie it. Keita Balde scored. I like Keita Balde. I mean, I don't know why. I think he deserves to be on a better team than Cagliari. Are you ready to admit that Cagliari is trash? Or are you gonna are you gonna hang your hat on that one? Uh, I mean, they didn't lose. They didn't lose. What position are they in? Uh, Buzio, he's midfield. No, no. What position is Cagliari? Um. Oh, what's uh? They are in. <laughs> yeah, what 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 number was that again? Uh, I'm, I'm waiting. They're in twentieth place, so you know. Oh, it, oh, 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 I'm sorry. So, and how many teams are in the league? Again? I, I don't worry about that. Nobody needs to know that. Anyway, next game. Uh, oh, great team, right? 
uh, Alan, yeah, yeah. just for the listeners to know, because it's important for listeners to understand yeah, yeah. about the table and everything, there are 20 okay. teams in the Serie A. Oh, oh, there's 20 teams, <laughs> so they're dead last. Anyway, yes, exactly. By the way, yes. go back, and he literally said that this was a high-quality team that he thought was going to be challenging. So. I didn't say challenging. Yes, said you did. Not you said not, you, not getting cooked. I didn't think they'd be getting cooked. No, 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 no. In the beginning <laughs> of the season, they'd be you above said, I really like their Altana team. I, mean, like, I, I really do. like this roster. I think they could be dangerous. I don't think I said that about Dangerous, to, them, that about dangerous to themselves, maybe. I feel like I said that about Bologna. I probably went that hard about Bologna. But okay. I mean, the four losses, three draws, zero wins. That's pretty terrible. Anyway, so <laughs> we have Sassuolo taking an early lead against Inter. They almost had it, but Dzeko, fantastic diving header to tie it and then drawing the penalty that Lutaro Martinez tucked away in the 78th minute. So. Come back for Inter. They are doing very well. Hakan Chalonongo played very well that game. I'll give him um, credit. A lot of set-piece deliveries that went into the box. Great dangerous areas. Dumfries was on the under one. Almost came out to a goal, but, you know. Sassuolo held it down. Jeremy Bolga played pretty well. Handanovic made some good saves, but he could have got that penalty. He could have got Domenico Berardi's penalty. Got a hand to it. Too powerful for him. Sassuolo still lose. The upset, though, of this week is Bologna. James, I know you like that team. 3-0 to Lazio, with a Cherby getting a red card for just, I don't know, insulting the referee's mother or something. Goes up to the referee's like, you're really not going to call that a foul on the other guy, on um, Soriano, I think it was. They went up for a 50-50 ball. It was physical. Our Cherby drops to the ground. Ah, my ribs, ah! a foul for the other team. Gets up immediately. What are you talking about? And then yellow card. He says something while he's walking away. Ref is like, what was that? Red card. So he was off. You can't can't lose your head like that as a defender. And a Cherubi is a veteran defender. Uh, Musa Barrow had a great game. He scored the opener. I think um, shout out to my Scottish boy. He doesn't know Aaron his Hickey. name. So. Aaron Hickey. Had Glasgow. Look, had to look him up real quick. No, I know him. I know him. I just didn't know his first name. And I didn't want to just say Hickey or A Hickey. Aaron Hickey. I lived in Glasgow, so shout out Aaron Hickey. Got his first Serie A goal. I think he should get called up to the Scottish national team. I've heard a lot of chatter about that. So hopefully he does. Um, Next game, will Salniartana get a pretty good win over um, Genoa? Which was quite shocking to me. I thought. Genoa, you know, have a lot of firepower on their team. But about time for Salniotana, yeah. I They're think uh, in there, beat every week. Every week, even with Frank Ribery on that team. Doesn't really make a difference. I don't but know why you keep saying he, even with Frank Ribery, that man is hasn't done Bro, you keep mean, naming three players <laughs> for like eighty five years old. Like you He's a legend. He's team. still great. He's still good Bro, dribbler if you with watch the ball. Ted Lasso, He's a good distributor. That's facts. He's, I gotta watch. I do have not, to watch. He's show. not. Like, Roy, he's Roy Kent right now, on his last. Yeah, season. bro. Like once you're that old, bro. There's nothing you can do. Like what do you? This ain't the MLS. I mean, Eber would disagree, but okay. Okay. Uh, how's Eber doing this season again? He's got one goal and one appearance. That's like a hundred percent. But okay. Anyway. And a hundred percent injuries. No, no, no. 
Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Bologna win. Lazio demolished. Mauricio Sarri's got some work to do. Um, Napoli continue their perfect start with zero losses. They beat Fiorentina. Fiorentina got the open goal. Beautiful little half volley from Martinez. Lozano puts it away after a missed penalty. And then the 50th, Ranmani. 2-1 Napoli. So Spalletti is very happy. Spalletti knows what to do with his Napoli team. Osimen was playing out of his mind. He drew the penalty. So shout out Napoli. They're going to be a good team. This season they're challenging for the title. I can't wait till we play them. We play them pretty much back-to-back. We play them home. And then I think it's two games in between. We play them away. So that's going to be, those are going to be a really important three point, six points between those two games for us. Roma dispatched Empoli pretty easily. Pellegrini with a fantastic game. Tommy Abraham could have had a hat trick. He almost scored from outside the box. It hit the bar. Fantastic game. Mourinho with his classic faces. Didn't really look amused the whole game. Just staring, watching the match, judging. But I'm sure he'll be happy behind the curtains, you know what I mean? Uh, Roma's playing really well, except for that derby. But they bounced back, so uh, uh, shout out Mourinho. Uh, late, Liam, um, you guys played December 19th and then March 6th. So there's some time in between the... Uh... Okay, I must have read that wrong. Fair enough, that's good. Thank God. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was like right after the other. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, I, when you said that, I was like, Really? That sounds kind of crazy, no cap. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, but you. and then a lot. Like I said, though, a lot of goals this week. Verona demolished Spezia four nothing. Caprari, Marco Faroni, great in my opinion, great Serie A legends, just showing this little team that just got promoted. You know what it means to be in the Serie A. So uh, Spezia got some work to do as well. That was a calm, easy W for Verona. The standings now for the Serie A. Napoli remain perfect. Seven wins, zero losses, 21 points. Milan in second, six, point, six wins, one draw. Inter in third with five wins and two draws. And Roma in fourth with five wins and two losses. That's a bit beast to call them legends. Maybe they are like Serie A legends? Legends? Legend? Hero cards, yeah, all right, heroes, heroes. Serial like, legends are like, bro. Like, I use legends. I about. use legends <laughs> in terms of time, in terms of time spent. Like, for instance, who's a Premier League legend? Like, James Milner has been yeah, in the I Premier don't. League for how long? He was. He would be a Premier League hero. Then you want to call him heroes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be. He'd be. A hero. They're all. They're all serial heroes. Quagliarella. Quagliarella, though, actually, I would say is serial legend. Yeah, he is borderline legend of all. Although. Of Although, if they give Di Natale a hero, I would put Quagliarella and Di Natale in that same kind of tier. Even though Quagliarella is still playing and still killing. So maybe Quagliarella is a bit above Di Natale. When he was like 36, puts him above for me. Quagliarella? That season, that season he had for Sampdoria was legendary. When he Di had Natale like literally did that though for Udinese. Like... But he literally broke his record. Four years before that. Like, I he think holds he did, though, yeah. He, Di Natale so, like, made the record, and then Quagli, no. And then, and then, um, who almost broke it, though? Uh, Higuain. Higuain said it with Napoli. Yeah, he In, like, it, right? 20. Yeah. Probably. That was insane. But, yo, Quagliarella was, like, 35. But Quagliarella was old. He was <laughs> like, an old he was boy. Dumb old. He's still old. Still playing, still playing well. But he had that season at, like, 35 years old. 
mm-hmm. and they were top half of the table, and it was a whack Sampdoria team, too. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like um, he was doing it with trash. Top goal scorers, Immobile still up there with six. Jekko now ties him with six, along with Martinez. Martinez and Jekko seem to be building a great connection in the Serie A, which is nice. It's not as strong as the Lukaku-Martinez connection, which is apparent because Lukaku's younger, he's a bit quicker, he's a bit stronger than Jekko, but Jekko's got that experience. And I think, in my opinion, and I think Jekko was really fueled and that touch. And Jekko's really fueled right now because a team like Inter, last year's Serie A champions, has chosen him to replace Lukaku. You know what I mean? So I think he's got a, a point to prove, and I think he's proven it. Vlaovic is right there with four. Jao Pedro still with four. Mattia Destro with four. And Osimen with four. And shout out Pellegrini. Like I said, he had a fantastic game against uh, Empoli. He's got four as well. Assists. Barella, absolutely the best player in Syria, in a best midfielder in the Serie A. He's got five assists. Um, Luis Alberto has not had a great game since early mid, late I don't know, early mid September. He's still at three assists, and uh, Ivan Illich has come up there with three for Hellas Verona. Musa Barrow is up there with three, and Teo Hernandez at left back is at three. So Teo Hernandez is playing very well too. I'm really happy as a Milan you said fan. Josef Ilicic. Mm-mm. The Hellas Verona player, Ivan Illich. Ivan Illich. He has three oh, assists. Okay. That's it. Let's move on. Alan, talk about the Premier League, please. Please. It was, I mean, the fixtures were not. It like, was a, were a fantastic lot of week fixtures. of fixtures. No, no, I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and cap. I'm not going to cap. Um, there were some really good fixtures, but like they did not live up to expectation. Um, Man U and Everton drew 1-1. I don't know who deserved to win. Uh, Man U got to start burying their chances, though. I don't know what we're doing. Um, Burnley drew 0-0 to Norwich. Wow. If you didn't bring your popcorn for that one, you definitely fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> Chelsea won 3-1 against Southampton. I was praying Southampton hung on. The guy who scored the goal to tie it, by the way, got a red card and blew the game. So, I know. So go figure. WordPress, you bum. Um, yep. He's a good player. I like his celebration. Leeds finally got a win. They beat Watford 1-0. Uh, Wolves got another win. They beat Newcastle 2-1, which is really putting Newcastle in a bad spot. They are in tr- in panic mode. 19th place in the table. Although there's a bunch of teams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hong Hee-chan had a brace. That's yeah. three goals for him, too, I think, yeah. which is nice because he didn't do nothing. For Leipzig last year, yeah, I know. So he did less than nothing. <laughs> it was, I don't think he scored a goal last year, but yeah, he's already got three this season for Wolves, which is nice. Yeah, Arsenal and Brighton once again played out a tense nil nil draw to add to the, the weekend's festivities. And then Sunday, um, Tottenham beat Aston Villa in a game they should win, Brentford beat West Ham on an on a, like an 88th minute win, or 94th minute winner which was cool that was the biggest moment of the game. Brentford are nice, they're still playing really well. It's nice to see. Crystal Palace and Leicester drew 2-2. Uh yeah, Leicester was up 2-0, they blew it. Crystal Palace came back. Um and then Liverpool Man City was 2-2. From what I have read, I did not watch this game actually, but from what I have read, anger. Liverpool should have been bodied. It was a I heard that game, Liverpool Liverpool should have been killed, but that it was a really good game. Yeah, it was a very good game. But, yeah, so if 
If uh, Fabinho made a saying goal, like, like Fabinho, or sorry, Rodri made a game winning or game that, that tackle during, was crazy uh, tackle at the last minute. Though, so Liverpool actually like had the chance. To no, no, yeah, I remember like the dominance, the dominance of the game. They get they said that Man City controlled the whole game. But yeah, I no, give a shout out to Rodri for that. Had, yeah, Rod, Rod, yeah, Rodri. He, Rodri's saved pretty that, good. he saved that to that, that if, point. If Man City end up winning the league like they did against uh, Liverpool that one year because of um, John Stone's game-saving tackle, it's going to come back to Rodri. Uh, or goal, goal line tackle. clearance. You remember that? Yeah. His goal line clearance was crazy. That was wild. <laughs> Literally an inch but off yeah. the line. And that's really it. Like It was a lot of draws. A lot of draws this weekend. You had one, two... Three, four, five. He had five draws and only two. Actually, five five games had goals and, and above one. It just seemed like really straightforward. Like even the 2-2 draw with Leicester and Crystal Palace, like the game was over by the 70th. And Le- Leicester was up 2-0 in the first 30 minutes. And then Crystal Palace controlled the whole second half and they drew 2-2. Not that it was a bad weekend. It was just it was not the fireworks that we all expected. Uh, for next weekend, though, we have a few good games. Leicester Man United is a good weekend. one. Two weeks. We have the oh international yeah, sorry, break. international break. It feels like we just got out of the last one. Jesus. Um, yeah, you got Leicester Man United, Brentford Chelsea are really good. That's actually a really good game. And then. And then Everton West Ham is a good game just because of where they are on the table. Everton's fifth, West Ham is ninth, but they're right there. That is a good game. Um, yeah, like there are three good games uh, two weeks from now. Um, I I don't know. It was just it was not. I guess the man you draw just really. I was tired of watching the Prime Master watching that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that game was trash. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I thought it was a rather boring weekend. The Brentford game though was really fun to watch. It's nice to see Brentford doing so well. It's like a, it has like borderline Leicester City vibes. Minus like the winning of the league, obviously. But like Leicester's, I mean, Brentford has really good results for the first like month and a half of the season. They're like wolves um, besides so, the past two seasons. Like, yeah, I like never. When they were yeah, you're right. Pretty well, like those first like two seasons when they when they were here. You know, they they took the the league by storm and was like, hey, we're actually a bigger a big team. But no, yeah, the way they play yeah. is actually quite nice. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean. They they have been good. They 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 had a chance last year or two years ago to finish in like European place, and they just blew it in the last few weeks of the season. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they were pretty good. I feel kind of bad though because that team lost its luster to me when they fired Santo, and that team kind of fell apart. They're doing fine right now, but it's just not the same team. Like they're definitely a Premier League team, but I don't think they're challenging for anything for a while. Um. So leading the league in scoring, you have Salah and Vardy on six goals. You have Mikel Antonio on five. Bruno Fernandez and Sadio Mane, along with Neil Mope. Never thought I'd say that. Yeah, right. Uh, with four. Ismail Sar also with four. And then Ben Rama, Calvert Lewin, Rafinha, Ronaldo, Damari Gray, Greenwood, Huang Hichan, Lukaku, Sun Hyung Min, Yota, Townsend, and Aba. Oh, and I'm sorry, that's it. And Townsend on three, <laughs> and then Abomiang on two. Yeah, nah, delete, delete, delete the Abomiang line. That was no way. Uh, and then in assists, it's crazy though. you have the Pogba. top scores, Vardy and Salah, both on Abdul's team. Pissing me off. <laughs> yeah. Some of the players that we've all chosen have really decided to die off of the off of the league. Yeah, Kane hasn't for whatever a goal reason. for me. Kane hasn't done anything. He's a waste of space. I mean, on the you want right 
you want to look at my man U team and wonder why I turned off the Prem this weekend? Like, don't you don't need to say anything more to me. My team is playing like trash. Um, and then assists, Pogba still on seven. Jesus and Ducore both having really good seasons on four. And then you have Antonio Kovacic, Saint Maximan, and Mohamed Salah again on three. And then a bunch on two. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the whole list thing again. Yeah, that's a lot of. And then just for clean sheets, uh, Ederson on five. He now leads the league. Allison on four. Loris on three, along with Emilio Emiliano Martinez, Mendy, Ramsdale, David Raya, and Robert Sanchez. And I feel bad, but like David de Gea only has one, but he has been really good this season. And it's not his fault that we're giving up goals. Our defense is playing like trash for like five-minute increments, and it's completely screwing over the whole team. So, yeah, we need to figure that out immediately because I'm getting real tired of just letting in nonsense goals. Although the Townsend goal was nice. That one wasn't bad. But like the young boys, like, come on now. But, yes, that concludes the Premier League, and then we'll talk more about Man U and some other Premier League teams in the Champions League section. Ever since Ramsdale's come in, he has three clean sheets and four, so I'm hyped. Ramsdale's been really good. I thought that they paid way too much for him, but to their credit, he's been good so far. Yeah, he's been killing it, which I'm happy about. And Leno has been trash, so. Yeah, exactly, so. It looks like they made the right choice. Yeah, agreed. All right, on to my good old, very exciting weekend of fixtures in the Bundesliga. Um, but, but was it really though? Uh, yeah, if you actually watched. But was it really though? On Friday, Köln beat Guther Fruth three to one. Liam, did you see that one coming? Riveting. No, I don't think you did. Especially since Guther Fruth came up first and scored first. We might, we might be Guther Fruth, bro. They are awful. <laughs> They're so bad. I feel bad for them, but they are. I, I watched the game that they played, and it was. Sheesh. Yeah, they're incredible so far. Um, Dortmund won two to one, um, having to score in the fifty-first minute to get the winner. Holland sadly injured, so no Holland theatrics in this game. Um, you had Freiburg beating Hertha Berlin or Hertha BSC, really uh, two to one. Some late game theatrics. Uh, Freeburg scoring the 17th. Piatic, an AC Milan legend, tied the game in the 70th. And then they conceded in the 78th. Um, but nothing no, nothing Piatic could have done, you know? He did his job, scored an absolute beauty of a goal, carrying this team with Boateng on it. Two Milan legends on this team. One. Two. Incredible Milan phenomenons on this squad. Wait, where is Boateng? Hertha BSC linking oh, up with no. the he's king better himself, than that. Piatic. No, he's not. Um, free, uh, Stuttgart actually slapped Hoffenheim 3-1. Um, Mavropanos, the Greek Arsenal player, scored his first goal for them. Cool for him. Um... Wolfsburg, who I thought were playing very good in the beginning of the year, decided, hey, let's get slapped around now. Um, they got slapped around by Molten Gladbach 3-1. I know Allen is excited, though, because Waldschmidt scored. I'm so, dead. 
Yeah, no, you know what happened? They were like, wait a minute, we're not supposed to win this league. Only one team wins the Bundesliga. Exactly. Yes, that's what happened. Exactly. And Bolo scoring the fifth, Hoffman scoring the seventh, Waltschmidt scoring the 25th, and Scali scoring the 95th. Castillo actually had a saved pen, so good for him. Uh, Marcus Lacroix got a red card. It almost got very bad because Roussillon got a red in the 83rd, but that was called back on VAR. So he did not get one. He ended up getting a yellow for fun in the 93rd, though. Um, and then Leipzig beat the crap out of Bochum, 3-0. And Kunku's continuing his hot start for Leipzig with two goals. He absolutely is dominating. Andre Silva finally scored a goal. He has his first goal for Leipzig. They won 3-0. Um, he actually got an assist. Another AC Milan legend, by the way. Exactly. He Who? Andre Silva. The king himself, as well, next to Piatek. Um, he got a goal and an assist. He's, he, he finally played well. He actually got subbed on in the 69th minute and then scored in the 69th minute. So, talk, talk about super sub. Um, Sunday, Union Berlin beat Mainz 2-1. to one. They continue playing very well for themselves. They actually are in 7th place currently. And they won this past week as well in the Europa Conference League. I know we're not going to talk about that that much because it's the Europa Conference League. But they won their game in the Europa Conference League, which is good. They got their first win in there. Um, Bayern Munich, the kings, the legends, the the favorites of the entire thing. Because who else doesn't win the, the Bundesliga? Bayern Munich. They lost to Frankfurt, who are currently in 13th place. At sitting at one five and one, they did not have a win before Bayern, and then Bayern because they lost Andre Silva, and then Bayern was like, "Yeah, we'll give you one." They had, they played and they won two to one. Goretzka opened the scoring in the 29th minute. Hinteregger scored in the 32nd, and then Filip Kostic scored in the 83rd minute to seal their win for them. Um, so. And then Armenia Bellafield sadly got slapped around 4-0 by um, Leverkusen. Patrick Sheik scored a brace. Um, Diaby scored a goal, and Demarai also scored a goal. Patrick Sheik is continuing also his hot start. Florian Wernz also got an assist, continuing his hot start. Um, so if we go into the table, Bayern Munich and Leverkusen are both tied with 16 points currently, both 5-1-1. One, one. Uh, Dortmund... And Freiburg are third and fourth. Dortmund ahead on goal differential. Uh, actually, more goals scored because they're tied on goal differential. They both have 15 points. Wolfsburg has 13. Köln is in sixth with 12. Union Berlin is in seventh with 12. Leipzig is in eighth with 10. Mainz in ninth with 10. And then Montenglapak in tenth with 10. Um, sitting at the bottom in 17th and 18th place are Bochum. And Guter Fruth. Guter Fruth still does not have a win. They have one point, though. Good for them. Armenia Belfield also have... Are, they're in 16th in the relegation qualification. They are sitting with four points currently, but with no wins as well. So you have that funny that funny thing again. Um, and then for the player stats, you have Holland with seven. Lewan with seven. Patrick Sheik killing it. With six. And then you have Taiwo Awoni with five. 
from Union Berlin, Anthony Modest with four, Florian Wirtz with four, and then Kunku with four, and Diaby with four. So you got three Leverkusen players up there with four plus goals. Um, then we go. Awoni is a good story, by the way. He's a he's a Liverpool academy dude, and uh, they sold him for like nothing. They sold him for like a million dollars or something. He he played there on loan last year, had a good season. They bought him for nothing, and now he's killing it. Yeah, he's doing very good for them. Uh, he also scored it's in like their. Um, he scored in their uh, conference league games as well, which so he's doing very well. Florian Wirtz, the wonder kid from Germany, has five assists. So he currently has four and five. Um, Kramerich has four goal has four assists. Sorry, Borna Sosa has three. Kostic with three. Kimmich with three. Benno Schmitz with three. And Holland. Oh, there's actually a shit ton with three. God damn. Um, Holland with three. Jeremy Fringpong with three. Jonas Hector with three. Leroy Sané and Max Kruse with three. Um, and then we go down to the good old clean sheets. You have Robin Zentner from Mainz with four and seven. Castiles with three and seven. Midrecki with three and seven. Mark Flecken with three and seven. Gulasi with three and seven. And Raphael Gikiewicz, that's a crazy last name, with three, three and seven as well. That pretty much, I mean, wraps it up for the uh, exciting Bundesliga fixtures, Liam. So, mm. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Exciting. Beautiful. Mm. Not bad. All right. Okay. Um, I'm going to, should we talk about how exciting... The Tuesday, September 28th was, Liam? Huh? <laughs> For we'll, two teams, there's a new sheriff in town, baby. We'll get, we'll, get that, we'll get to that one last because I know John asked about it and stuff, so we'll talk about that one. Um, we'll start off. I asked the single greatest. Besiktas, 2-0. Um, Haller continues his scoring after scoring four. He scores one. Um, Shakhtar and Inter played an incredibly, incredibly boring game. Uh, they tied 0-0. Um, Dortmund won 1-0 against Sporting. Malin scored in the 37th. Liverpool said, oh, this is Porto. We're going to slap you around like they usually do. They won 5-1. Salah with a brace. Firmino with a brace. Mane with a goal. Their front three scored. Um, Club Bruges Beat Leipzig two to one, good win for Club Bruges. Um, keeps them in the mix for uh, technically in second place um, because of goal differential, but they are in second place currently in their group, so that's great for them. Um, a big win for the PSG after tying Club Bruges. They dominated Man City that entire game two zero. Messi, I, had I would not call that dominated. PS Man City dominated the game and PSG got to the goal. I don't know. Hakimi had a had a man named Grealish in his pocket the entire game. In his pocket. Verratti Verratti was in practice for two days and held that shit. Donnarumma made a lot of saves. And Donnarumma with a man of the match performance. That's on the short list, by the way, for most disrespectful IG posts of all time. Yeah, that shit was mad funny. 
That was so funny by by Hakimi. Son had to what? pick that photo. Like you didn't have you didn't you don't you didn't know about it, John? I forgot. So, no, what did Hakimi do? Hakimi, Hakimi, posted, Hakimi a posted a photo after the win of yeah. them playing soccer, of them in the game, right? And it's a photo <laughs> of Grealish on the floor with his face just looking crazy. And him just standing there looking around. Yeah, and Hakimi. I don't know what I, I don't right even know what minute him. it was, but it just—it's the worst photo I've ever seen of Jack Grealish. Yeah, it's very funny. It's like him on the floor, and he's like, "What a!" And Hakimi's like, "What a great night!" Right. <laughs> he's like, "What a great night!" And Hik- and Grealish is just dead on the floor, and Hakimi's like, "This is mine." He's like, "Big UCL night." <laughs> Mad funny. Um. And then we get down to the real sheriff in town, baby. Um, Real FC Sheriff beat Real Madrid 2-1 thanks to an incredible 90th minute goal. Um, I I, I was actually watching that game and watched the goal. That that was absolutely nasty. Um, Me too. (laughs) Great goal in the 90th. That was incredible. Um, And they beat Real Madrid. Um, they start off hot with two wins. They beat they beat Shakhtar, and now they beat um, Real Madrid. So they're in a they're in a really good spot right now, leading their group with six points, two of two so far. They're five points clear of third. Yeah, they're hanging out right now. They're playing really well. They play Inter next, and if Inter continues the run of horrible Champions League that they've been playing this past two seasons. FC Sheriff, we could really see FC, FC Sheriff go through, which would be incredible because they've never been. Incredible. So, would be incredible. I and hope they was, draw. I hope they draw. It's their very first again. Champions League appearance. Exactly. Very first time a Moldovan team's even made the Champions League. It would be, they make it I think they're the lowest ranked team. I think they're the lowest ranked team to ever qualify. Yep. Yeah. It would be great it for Liam be if, they, if they were to beat down uh, Inter Milan. It would just make Liam feel so much happier. Their budget? For the entire team is like Real Madrid's boot cleaning budget for yeah. the year. Yeah, literally. And then we get down to the most exciting game of the year of the night: Atletico Madrid beating AC Milan two to one. Some late Stealing. game Heroics robbery from the game robbery himself, Antoine Griezmann, and then I guess Suarez decided to score it. Um. It's ridiculous. Can't put my anger and my disappointment into words. I mean, Frank Kessie uh, had a class act. He said, I, I don't even want to be here anymore. So he just got out of the game. <laughs> Kessie was like, I'm not trying to play right now. <laughs> Kessie got the just, yellow. He just got out of here. They scored. He was like, oh, we scored? All right, I'm out of here. I've done my All right, yeah, I'm done. I, I'm good. Thank you. Have a good night, guys. <laughs> I'll see you in the dressing room. Seriously. All right, but if I'm going to be realistic about it, we went 1-0 up. We dominated. We could have been 3-0 up at the end of the half. Kessie got the red card. Terrible decision from the referee. Pioli made a mistake. I think he showed his inexperience in the Champions League. He went defensive against an Atletico Madrid team that's been in the Champions League consistently. I mean, yes. down. guys were a man down. Down I think Kessie getting the red card was the catalyst because y'all were dominating. dominating. Absolutely. But I think even with the loss of Kessie, we still could have gave Atletico Madrid a good game. Truly, even a man down. Atletico Madrid did not look like the team that I've known them to be under you know, Diego Simeone. Well, when they tied, you guys actually started creating some good Exactly. Chances. 
And I'm saying if we the had just not it. defended, the referee robbed us, but if we had not defended from minute 20, whenever it was, Kessie got that red card. If we had still tried to create chances. Like the 35th. The 30, whatever it was, we still could have, we still could have went on. We still could have won that match. And it costs us it because it, it costs us a game playing that defensive style. Atletico Madrid eventually got the goal because they kept pounding and pounding. And in a Champions League game like that, even if you're at home against Atletico, you're, you're not going to hold them. You're not. So that's, that's yeah. something my dad said. And even I was disagreeing at first man down. That's how you play. But no. Looking at that specific game, the way we were playing versus the way Atletico were playing, we could have still won and scored goals a man down early on in that game. But um, And then the penalty came. No, not at all. Not at all. Lemar's hand clearly touches the ball first, moving it into Kalulu's hand. So how also, that is... Even, even if it didn't touch Lemar's hand, bro, that's a ridiculous handball to call. Where is... I was going to say, where is his hand supposed to be? <laughs> even even if you can make that harsh call, right, because it's in the 95th minute, Kalulu touches with his hand, his hand's out from his body, whatever. But, barely, but the ball is hit barely, I agree. But and the, the ball, ball hit at such a messed up angle. Like, it's not, like, hit, literally, it's like the most unintentional thing. Well, not even all that, but the ball was hit by an opposing player onto the defending player's yeah. hand by the opposing player's hand. How is that a penalty on the that defending player? For being really bad, notorious, bro. And UEFA actually suspended him. Yeah. Milan put in the complaint, and UEFA suspended both him and the assistant referee for, for questionable decisions. Did it hit Lamar's hand? I didn't see if it did or it not. It did. It did. It like rolled on both oh. their arms. It hit Lamar's hand, and then hit Kalulu's hand after the fact. Ridiculous. It was like the ball like rolled up their bodies because they were like so close mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Like where? What are you supposed to do? Like when the ball's moving, like like. And the fact you don't go to the monitor to even look is just despicable. Despicable refereeing. Milan feel hard done by. We have to come and destroy Porto, because if we can give Liverpool a three-two game and having make making Jordan Henderson revert back to vintage Steven Gerrard, we can destroy Porto. If Liverpool five one. By the way, that is all Henderson scores though. That's what I'm saying. But when he does, they're always bangers. Yeah, if we can make him go to Gerrard, we can destroy Porto. Because Liverpool murdered Porto 5-1. So I feel like we can get that win from Porto and hopefully have some good, fair games against Atletico and and Liverpool. That's my take on it. I mean, if Kalula just had his hands behind his back, you know, could have been easy, you know? But, hey, to each their own. I mean, yeah. Pass his arms off for the game. That's what I'm saying. Rookie mistake. Like, Like, how do you not have your hands... Why do you even have your hands out? You're not playing with your hands. You're playing a game mm-hmm. called football. Keep Put your hands inside of your jersey. At least you're not Real Madrid, right? Put your hands inside of your jersey <laughs> and run around. Yeah, at least that. we didn't lose to Sheriff. Thank God. I mean, hey, you probably would have lost to Sheriff because they're the Sheriff. Gonna, there, bro. Okay? I think that it's a destined team. No, no, no. They're the Sheriff no, no. in town, okay? All right? No, 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 yeah, yeah. Bro, imagine they win the Champions League. That would be the greatest story of all time. That would be better than Les, um, that team Leicester better winning the Premier League. If they win the Champions League, I will get an FC Cher- Sheriff badge tattooed on my body. If they win What the if Champions they make it to the semis? They get nothing. They get nothing? <laughs> they get Bro, nothing. I feel like they deserve something for getting to the semis. They, they get, get a lot of money. They, they get a hand clap. They get a nice little... Well, they've already gotten a lot of money, John. They, they probably get like 20, 30 years worth of... Transfer 20 or 30. I'm thinking 200 or 300. 
Yeah. Bro, I don't know what their budget is, but it has to be crazy small. I had y'all heard of this team before? All I know Never. is I'm going over to Moldova to start playing uh, professional soccer. Maybe I'll get on a. Uh, we gotta Sheriff. go. Play, we gotta go play season. Go get season tickets. I, I might. I might uh, start playing for uh, FC Sheriff with the way they're playing right now. Might go over there, offer my talents. Oh, yeah. We should go get some season tickets. They're probably like 20, 20 euros. I'm I'm surprised FC Sheriff didn't uh, didn't try to get messy. I don't know what they were thinking. Ridiculous. I mean, listen, they're doing better than PSG right now. This is true. Um, Wednesday. Are they winning their league, by the way? Uh, let's see. Let me click. I want to see the back. Table. <laughs> they are in third place right now. Oh, come on now, Sheriff. They come have, on. Now. They have three games in hand, though, and they are only six points behind. Uh, all right. Uh, this is this is crazy. I, I don't know why I didn't mention this first, but the Moldovan League consists of a total of – actually. How many teams do you think there are in the Moldovan League? Eight. Well, eight. Liam? Ten. Eight. There are a total of eight teams. Hey, I'm on the money. The first team gets Champions League qualification. The next two get Europa Conference League qualification. Champions League playoff qualification. Yes. Sheriff yeah. has to start at the very bottom. Yep. of the, like It's so many games you have to play to qualify. Yep. Then you have, Crazy. Then you have four, five, six... And then you have seven and eight in relegation. Well, actually, eight in relegation, seven in relegation qualification. Oh my god! And for some reason, FC Floresti. Um, I, holy Great crap! Names. FC Floresti has been deducted six points, and they're o o and thirteen right now with negative six points. Yo, I got a question. I got a question. I if they wow. win the Champions League, do they get an automatic qualifying spot? Does that boost their league that much? I don't know. I don't know how the coefficient like works. Like there are Probably not, because it takes like years for the coefficient to even like do anything. Yeah, that's true. Like they, there they are teams that like, have never won the Champions League that have automatic qualification. Yeah, but... Imagine they turn like the Moldovan powerhouse. <laughs> Just become the best of the best. <laughs> like a monster team. <laughs> but yeah, they're currently in third right now, but they have six um they have three games in hand with six point with six points behind. So they hopefully will get in first soon. But yes. Very upsetting. Yes, agreed. Um Wednesday, we we've only covered Tuesday so far. We haven't even gotten to Wednesday's games. Um the more exciting games I for sure, clearly. Hundred um, percent. Atalanta won no. against Young Boys one zero. Zenit beat Malmo four uh, zero. They had some fun. Claudinho scored in the ninth. I know John loves Claudinho, so shout out Claudinho. Yo, Claudinho. Yep. Bayern Munich destroyed Dynamo Kiev five zero. Chupo Moting said, "Hey, Alan, I'm still here," and scored. Um, Juventus beat Chelsea. I don't know. Yeah, how. they did. I, I I still doesn't compute in my head how, but it happened. Um, both teams had injuries. I felt Juve had more, but Juve said no. Chiesa said I'm nasty, and he proves why he's nasty. Um, Manu. Beat Villarreal 
thanks to Ronaldo. Um, Honestly, thanks to De Gea too. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that was definitely that too. Under attack all game. Yeah, Villarreal <laughs> was putting in work, scoring the fifty third. Alex Tellez scored a really nice goal in the 60th to tie it up, and then Ronaldo does what Ronaldo does best, thanks to the king himself, Jesse, the god Lingard. Assisting. <laughs> scored in the 95th minute. But during that game, in the 89th minute, Fred came on for Alex Tellez, and... Created that chance, though. Donny van de Beek was extremely heated. He had to get calmed down by his teammates and coaches around him for not getting played. Meanwhile, Fred getting subbed in. So that creates... By the way, though, Fred is the one who crossed that ball to Ronaldo. (laughs) Fred didn't cross no ball. Fred Fred tried to shoot from out there, but he got lucky. Lingard had to create it all. He he created that chance. I'm not saying he deserves the credit, but he actually created that chance. He headed it to... He crossed it to Ronaldo. No, he crossed it to Lingard. Um, Probably, but it went to Ronaldo and it worked. Um, Salzburg beat Lille two to one. Ademi scored two pens. Good for him. Um, so they ended up winning two one. And Wolfsburg tied Sevilla one one. A very exciting game. Rocket just scored an eighty seventh minute pen. Um, I, I guess Wolfsburg just loves getting red cards because Yosa Gilavogi got a red card in the eighty fifth minute. So they were just having some fun out there. Um, and then the very exciting and upset of the day was Benfica thrashing Barcelona three to nothing. Um, I, I it it got so bad to a point where PK literally had to get subbed off in the thirty third minute because of how garbage he was playing. Um, so he's probably he got beat like they owed the money. He probably got done. Even though he sacrificed his wages to sign the rest of the players to the team, Barca fans don't give a shit. They're like, "Nah, we want him out of here. <laughs> He's terrible." Man's married to Shakira. He'll be alright. Oh, that's facts. Um, but yeah, they actually they got absolutely dominated and thrashed. And then the day after, the Barca board said, "We are sticking with Coman." I think that's a wrong decision, but that's just me though. Um, but yeah, they sit at the bottom of the table currently, Barcelona, zero zero and two, with a six a minus six goal differential. So it's not looking good for them. But I don't know. I guess we'll see with Coman. I mean, they lost against Atletico Madrid during the week. Again, I saw reports today that Barca haven't fired him yet because they want to line up their coach. So once they fire him, they just sign the coach immediately. And the next coach is looking to be Xavi. Which I actually saw as well, saying that... I forget, who's, I forget who it was. I think it might have been Thierry Henry actually said it. That Xavi's a very smart man, that he shouldn't go there because of the state that they're in right now. And he should wait for later to jump in. Which I kind of agree, because I don't know what Xavi could do to this Barca team to make it better. But... Shambles in Barcelona. Good times for Abdul. Good times. Somebody got a picture though. Yeah, somebody does. I don't know who, but somebody. They just got to call Zidane in, I guess. Maybe uh, FC Sheriff will switch leagues. <laughs> um, I guess. Start winning the league every year. 
I guess I'll go over this quickly because why not, you know? Um, go over a quick Europa League stuff. Um, big games. Uh, Lyon beat Brondi 3-0. Frankfurt beat Royal Antwerp 1-0. Rangers continues to slack off. They're 0-0-2 currently in their league. Um, they lost to Sparta Prague 1-0. Um, surprising from how dominant they were last year. Um, Real Betis beat Fevranos 3-1. Leverkusen thrashed poor Celtic 4-0. Um, yeah, it's it's rough out there for Celtic currently. For for Scottish teams currently, Celtics 0-0-2 as well. Um, so they're, they're, they're struggling out here right now. Um, PSV 1-4-1. Uh, Braga won 3-1. Uh, Dynamo Zagreb beat Genk uh, 3-0. Lazio won 2-0 against Locomotive. Galatasaray and Marseille tied 0-0. West Ham continued their good run in the form. Um, 2-0. Declan Rice had a goal. And uh, Ben Rama scored. So good for them. Um, the shot, uh, Monaco and Real Sociedad tied 1-1. Um, the big shock, though, that I saw... On TikTok, which is pretty funny. Um, Spartak, uh, I think it's Spartak Moscow, the team in um, in Russia. They made a TikTok. They were like, they showed uh, Napoli being 6-0 and in the league, um, dominating, doing like really, really good. And then Spartak Prague, oh, it's Spartak, Spartak Moscow beat Napoli 3-2. Um <laughs> Napoli got hot. They scored in the first minute. Then Marco Rui said, I'm out of here. He got a red card on the 29th, you know? <laughs> Kessie things, you know? <laughs> um, Quincy Promise scored in the 55th. Um, then they went up in the 80th minute to score. Uh, it was 2-1. Then one of their guys got a red card. Then Quincy Promise scored to make it 3-1 in the 90th. And Ossiman scored in the 94th to make it 3-2. So, good game there, um, but Napoli lost to Sparking Moscow. Um, kind of surprising. Uh, Leicester's also doing terrible. Um, they're 0-1-1. Oh, they're Napoli's 0-1-1 as well. Uh, Liga Warsaw sits at the top of the group currently with six points. Don't know how that's happening. I mean, they beat Leicester 1-0, so that's also pretty big. Um, so, that was kind of big. Um, I'll go over the bigger teams for... The Europa Conference League real quick. Um, I told John because John wanted to know. Union Berlin beat Maccabi Hafi 3-0. Ren beat Vitesse 2-1. Um, Union Berlin, yeah, Awonyi scored in the 76 too, so good for him. Um, Tottenham won 5-1. Um, Kane got a hat-trick. He said, let me score there but not in the, in the Premier League, so screw him. Um, Feyenoord beat Salvia Prague 2-1 uh, Roma continues to dominate They won 3-0 Tammy Abraham scored So good for him um, Who else? Uh, Gang- Ghent Not Genk Scored uh, 1-2-0 Basel 1-4-2 um, Copenhagen scored three. Uh, they won 3-1 Um yeah, no, no, like other things really. Um, I know John hasn't gone over this in a while, but 
Flamengo is in the Copa Libertadores final. Yes, sir. They beat Barcelona. Go Anxiety Pedro. starts now. Barcelona's trash, so they, they ended up getting dominated in both legs, 2-0-2-0. Um, the big heavy hitters that John was talking about, Atletico MG with Hulk and with yeah. Fre- and Fred, kill myself. Um, Hulk and uh, uh, Diego Costa. Hulk and Diego Costa. Yeah. They got knocked out while being they, they, they were they're still undefeated and yeah. but they're out. <laughs> still, they they tied one one, but away goals to Palmeiras let them go through. Um, so they ended up playing Palmeiras on November twenty seventh. We are not invited to John's because if they lose, John will be on suicide watch. I don't know. I wanna um, I wanna invite you guys to <laughs> like if they like genuinely like think of your team losing the Champions League final. Like yeah, no one's gonna be happy there. So. <laughs> but you still want to watch it? What? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm gonna watch it. I just rather watch it alone because if I have to cry, I'd like to cry by myself. <laughs> and not with the. I'm in. What? Fair enough. Um, but yes. Yeah, so no, that's I, yeah. That's nah, I, I, I'll, I'll have it alone. They're, they are in the finals currently. I had to watch the. I had to watch my goalkeeper miss a penalty to lose a European competition last year. Yeah, I was. That yeah, one? alone. <laughs> I, <laughs> not, not really. Not really. Because every two amazing. seconds, I got a new text or phone call from somebody in this chat. How De Gea, yo, what was De Gea thing with that stupid penalty? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, my God. At least De Gea is different this year, it would appear. UEFA Nations He's League. doing great. Uh, semis are this week. So you have Wednesday, you have Spain play Italy on the 6th. Um, they play at the San Siro. Um, they play in two days. So they play at Italy plays at home. And then October 7th, France is only... At, I mean, I, I guess I understand because they're going to have to play again, but they're only playing two games. They play Belgium. France played Belgium on October 7th. And then Sunday, October 10th, you have uh, third and fourth play. And then you have um, fifth, and then you have the two winners play for the uh, Nations League title. Um, so that's happening this, this October. So we'll find out who is the champion of Nations League uh, Group A. Otherwise, everybody else has... World Cup qualifi- qualifiers this um, this round really or this international break. So it's gonna be a couple of exciting games with nobody in really playing anybody important because you're gonna have. I mean, the most exciting game I see is Endor against England. That's an exciting game. Sorry, did you say that? You said most exciting. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's that must be riveting stuff. Yeah, have you gone to play Rwanda? That's going to be a, a nail biter. That's a good game, man. Yeah. We got to get Zoltan in on this. Yeah, we'll bring him in. We'll bring him on for a commentary of that game. <laughs> Just to talk about that one game. It's going to be a great game. I mean, man's been wearing the, the kit for twenty years now. You know, he's a real fan. Exactly. Brazil play Uruguay. I guess that's a good game. Brazil play. That is a good game. Brazil play Colombia on Sunday, so that's going to be uh, Inform Central for the, for John. Who does Argentina play? Um, who does Argentina play? Argentina plays. Oh, actually, they have a good game too. Um, Argentina plays Paraguay first, and then they Sunday, play Brazil. After and then right? Sunday, Sunday, October tenth, they play Uruguay. Mm-hmm. So Uruguay, that's a good has, game. Uruguay has some tough teams to play, and then they play Peru. 
<coughs> Tuesday, November 16th, Argentina play Brazil. So that's their game then. Oh, the next next international break. Yep, exactly. But that pretty much. I don't even know who like. I'm worried. Why? I don't know what it, like Brazil need to win, and I don't even know what informs that even get. But they won't have dynamic images. Not getting any yeah, informs. They won't have. Hey, you might get a Fred. Hey, hey. I need one of those. Right <laughs> now Alan wants that inform, baby. <laughs> hey, because Dite knows the truth. Exactly. He knows. Screw Jerson. Jerson's been playing so bad for Marseille. But and I that's why Fred, baby, is back in the well, line. Fred's playing just as bad for United for the last three years. True. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not three years. Relax. He was good last year, and he was good the year before. He was terrible his first season, and he's been horrible this year. There's a the reason Fred made it into the The fans have been complaining about him for mad long. No, no, no. They complain that he doesn't make decisions quick enough, and that's valid. But he is a good. He's he's good at what he does. He's just stupid at everything else. No. So you, when you have a really good CDM next to him, he's good. But like when you when you just need that crackhead energy, you know to send Fred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that like when you need a good crackhead on your team. Listen, man. Every team needs a good crackhead. That's what I believe. And Fred is our crackhead. Now, there are some that are better than others. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Conte is almost like a conserved crackhead. Like, he's really good all the time. Fred is just like a, a bummy version of that. Mm-hmm. But, yes, he is Brazil's starting midfielder as long as that manager is in charge. I'm telling you right now. And I know John's excited, so... I know. We're gonna wear matching. We started starting. We're gonna wear. Started recently. This is not. This is not a. It's like bro, this like is a, a running six game now. long thing. John's excited. Now it's longer than that now, bro. He played the whole year, the whole Copa, and he's still playing qualifiers. John, John is excited to say the least for what's to come. We'll see the end of Fred's bro, we, Don't you we'll worry. We'll buy. We'll buy a. We'll buy a uh, matching Fred jerseys. Okay. <laughs> All right. Be cute. That'd be cute. I agree. I even wear a Brazilian version for you just to prove my love to Fred. <laughs> when he, yo, imagine he hits the winner in the World Cup. Like how? Oh my God, that would just be so epitomizing. It wouldn't happen because he fucking sucks. <laughs> no, it will, bro. Watch, he's gonna so bad. Him. Bro. I thought, I thought it. I don't understand now. why you keep talking about him. He plays for your team. He costs your team points all the time. He's so he bad. He he's so sometimes. bad. He's also won us some games, actually, believe it or not. No, he hasn't. Yes, he has. Not this year, but yes, he has. Bro, find me a game he won, y'all. Please, enlighten me. Uh, Man City, he created the first assist in the second game last year. Purely, purely, all, he literally, he's just fit. That's it. That's all he is. He just runs. Uh, oh, oh I, I was like, wait, what? what do you mean? He's got nothing else to contribute to this. Like, no intelligence at all when it comes to soccer. He's no idea what he's doing. He's running. No, he has no intelligence. But he, he I mean, he's, not, he's not a bad. I'm not, I'm not like discussing he, this anymore. I'm not discussing anymore. <laughs> I'm done. Goodbye. I know. You, you can just get him ready to have him play on your team next season. It's okay. It's okay. That'd be fire. I think that wraps up. Future starting Flamengo CDM. That wraps up this. We already got Andres Pereira. We don't need Fred's bum ass. That's facts. Brer's killing it. Yes, he is. Nah, just take man use Brazilian garbage. <laughs> oh, he's at, he's Belgian. Thanks. 
Oh god. Oh, Did you not Andres Pereira from Belgium? Yeah. Uh, he my son take the Brazilian flag though, so he's still Brazilian. Because his dad's Brazilian, but he, that man was born in Belgium, raised in Belgium. That man is Belgian. I don't care. He's still Brazilian. <laughs> that man Belgian. I don't get. Oh, I'm sorry. Where's his national team? What team has he played for in national? That man was born in Belgium. Ah, oh, I see. I see. That man's Portuguese is broken. He doesn't play. He doesn't play for Brazil, so he got called. I mean, he did. Yeah, he year. did. He did. Yeah, and he has he has actually he has actual caps with this event. Yeah, prior to us buying like him. one or two caps tops. He's only he, he got called for the first time last year because he was playing rather well for you guys. He's dumb though. He should have chosen Belgium because he definitely would play for Belgium. Yeah, like probably. They, they yeah. always have some like really obscure players on their bench. Like, oh, no you know what's crazy, bro? Sorry to play the golf topic. Yo, he's only twenty five still, which is crazy. You would think he's been like twenty five for like eight years. Yeah. But yes. he's, he's doing great for us. He has one cap for y'all. He has a lot of caps for the Brazil U20 stuff. Yeah. And a lot of caps for the Belgium teams. And he has a lot of Belgium caps too. What crap. He was undecided. I forgot to do this for for Liam's listener real quick. Benfica took their first loss uh, this weekend. (laughs) Porto Porto won, Sporting won, Braga tied. Please mention what the coach said. Oh yeah! Did I tell you what the coach said? Yeah, John. John said that the coach um, Jorge Jesus before the game after beating Barcelona three um, zero, Portimense they played Portimense and they lost one zero. Um, in the in the table they were pretty low before this loss, um, and uh, Jorge Ho, sorry, uh, Jesus said that Jorge Jesus. Yeah, he said that um, his players. Don't really need to worry about um, the team at all because they just beat Barcelona. So they they like it'll be a competition, but it won't be a competition for his players like to worry that much. And they end up losing one zero. So their first loss of the season, they were undefeated. Yeah, so he kind of man, this, man was talking all this trash. Yeah, only to take it out. I should have known to shut up. He was feeling real good, good after that Barcelona. <laughs> a little too good. Yeah, he was feeling nice. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the Liga of Portugal. Luis Diaz leads with five goals. And what's his face? Pedrino has four assists. Pedrino. Good for him. Yeah. Yo, Abdul, say something. Okay. Hi, hi, hi. Wow. Say goodbye, Abdul. We're about to wrap it up. Abdul, say goodbye. We're about to wrap it up since you're late. Since you're late. <laughs> All right, that pretty much now wraps it up. Um, Abdul, if you want to say hello to the listeners and then goodbye to the listeners real quick. Abdul, go ahead, say hello, and say goodbye to everybody. Ladies and gents, I'm back like another left. Thank you for listening. Have a great one. Right. That audio is beastly. That's PS5, baby. Look at that mic. PS5 controller. Bust it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you. Hope you Bye, have everyone. a good night. Good rest of the week. Enjoy the rest of the soccer matches coming up this week. <laughs>